This is The True Investment. Hello, my name is Jay McLaughlin. I'm Aldo Benavides. And we're going to be talking about those things that they never taught us in school. We're here to tell you that there's no shortcuts in real estate investment. What we're going to talk about is just my experience, something that I've been going through for the last 11 years. Hey, Aldo. What's you up, what's asked up, Jay? in our last episode, you know, what's keeping me from getting out here and investing? Are you? Everyone. Well, everyone. <laughs> I'm watching videos. I'm reading. I think sometimes it's just you want to make sure that you're going to be doing the right thing. You know, you don't have a mentor. You're, you're trying to put it all together. What do you do? Man, it's hard. It's, I mean, getting out of your comfort zone, critical, right? I mean, not just for investing just gen in general i mean it's really hard to do it right um i was i was a little bit lucky right i had a very good friend of mine and, and, and we went at it but um i think i can give you a more uh description of how to happen right you want to know <laughs> <laughs> well, i thought you were going to tell me <laughs> see like 12 years ago we started making just about enough money right in in I was hired by a European company, Oil and Gas, and it was good. I mean, I can tell you, like, I moved down from Michigan, and this was, I mean, right on the pick. And, I mean, literally, we were, we were getting paid to go and play golf, clay shooting. It was insane, right? But we knew it was going to be hard because oil and gas industry goes through all these highs and lows, highs and lows. So my friend and I and uh, another friend of ours, we started to say, well, I mean, look at our 401k, right? I mean, it's just so slow. I mean, it grows. It grows because you contribute. And then uh, everyone sells you this idea and, and this idea of a compound interest, right? And, and again, for all those people that believe in it and let's invest today and at 69, you're going to have a million and a half. And I do believe it, it works, of course. I mean, it's just a longer process that you want. <laughs> and then we, we, we were pretty, pretty driven. I mean, we were all uh, starting from nothing and we discussed many options. And there were very few that was uh, investing on a business with all the risk possible. And when I said in a business, I mean in any business. We, we talk anything from a, a food truck to a car wash to do uh, some servicing, just absolutely anything. It's like, oh, man, you need capital. You need a good product. Work on it. Who's willing to leave their jobs? I mean, we're getting paid to, to play golf. So none of us wanted to leave that job, you know. Um, the other option was to just put more money on, on, on real estate, stock, security markets, whatever you want. And it just, the, the, the investment was so slow. I mean, it grew again because I mean, we're 29 years old. So it, it grew because you put more money in it. And yeah, they give you the, the tax breaks and all that, but still was too slow. So that's when we started looking at real estate. Now, bear in mind, it's 2009. The, the, the housing market was just about a crash. We didn't understand. We never, we had bought one home when it was our own with two mortgages, 80-20, putting nothing down. We were just a normal, normal person just getting their first home. So um, that's, that's, that's what it clicked in and said, hey, we got to invest. We got we to gotta go and learn how did this done? How, how is this done? And we started looking. Literally, we were going and, and listening to the radio, some uh, good branding here in Houston. And said, hey, come and pay 500 bucks for a seminar. 
and go and take the classes. And then if you like it, you stay. If you don't, you don't. They didn't tell you too much BS. They're like, you, you're committed, you need to pay. You, you, need, you, you need to get all your money out of your 401k, and you're going to have capital to invest. And that was hard. That was, that, was, that was hard. I mean, you're just about to make just a little bit of money, right? I think we had like, I don't know, 20,000 bucks we had saved. And if I was going to get the money, I was going to get penalized like 56%, I don't know, 46%. Um, and we did it. So you mentioned we. It was you and... And Pablo, okay. uh, my business partner, another friend of ours. Right. I mean, pretty, pretty critical is that when, when you get out of your comfort zone, most of the time you need someone at least to say, I'm with you or I'm not with you. But it's pretty good to kind of bounce bounce ideas with, and that helped me a lot. Now, bear in mind, I'm I'm still with my with my friend investing, right? So it's been 12 years, and we take all the decision unanimously. If we're gonna buy a house, if we're gonna invest, if we're gonna estimate a return, we do it all together, because we we left our ego out a long time ago. Where it's like, oh no, I feel like this is a good uh, business. No, no, no. Let's look at it together. Let's see if uh, uh, what you say is right. Let's do the math. How do you estimate this? How do you estimate Do you look at this? And by bouncing those ideas around, when we make the decision, it, it was a lot easier to digest the result. And, and most likely, you have a better chance to succeed because you have at least two people, three people looking after uh, the decision process. So that's what it worked for me. You know, in the business industry, they asked the question, what's your why? So it seemed that your why is, hey, that 401k, that pension, that just wasn't going to do it for me. But what I see is that's a mindset. You and your partners were thinking differently, whereas most individuals are thinking, hey, number one, I need a job. Number two, I need a pension. I need a 401k because I need something when I retire. So you're right. It's, it's getting out of that comfort zone. And I think you are and others like you are the exception to the rule. Well, I don't know if we are. I mean, to me, it was something very natural. And it comes a little bit more with the background. My parents were entrepreneurs. My parents were always fighting for it. And if, if you really look at it, now, now that I'm thinking the way you look at it, uh, they, they were in the same career path that I was. They were in oil and gas. They were engineers. They were going through the grad school. They were having a little bit of money. And they just moved together. And what it drove us is also the, the fact that we were looking at new challenges, right? So you spoke of education, whereas nowadays individuals are paying, you mentioned $500, paying $1,000, $3,000, $5,000. Do you think that that's necessary in this year 2021 to really be an well, investor in real estate? That's a very good question. I mean, I, I go around and, and I don't see... Um, Education doesn't necessarily mean that you have to go and pay someone to teach you what it is. Education needs to be that you gotta, you you get you gotta get a lot of information, process it, evaluate what's applicable and what's not, and then continue to do so. And um, if if you ask me, well, I believe in education. I got an undergrad degree, um, I have a master's degree, and I I I'm choosing to educate. I chose to educate myself with this real estate and. Um, as a as a parallel career, so I do believe in education, but um, that's my my situation. Uh, someone can try other kind of education, mentoring. Someone starts in real estate wholesaling. Some others do by becoming realtors. Some others start with the construction company and start looking at how to invest, what kind of properties they're flipping for somebody else. 
education doesn't necessarily go and pay for the books. I mean, pretty important right now is that there's so much information out there. I mean, we talked about it last, last time. Um, we, we just have to be selective of why we're here. You partnered with two other individuals. So you pooled your money together. And what exactly did you buy? I, I think you mentioned you didn't secure a fix and flip. Was it uh, a multiplex? I mean, a duplex, no, no, triplex? We, in 2009, it was all about single families in Houston. It was a um, uh, bankruptcy collapse of the market, right? Every house, we, we were, it was thousands of homes for sale in bankruptcy. So what, what we did, um, we, we took, and, and, and I'm rounding out numbers because I can't remember, but it was something like $10,000 each and we put it in a savings account. And then we used that money as our uh, season money. And then we found literally like 10 different realtors. And we told them, we, we want to buy. This is the kind of property we want. Three, two, two, three, three bedrooms, two bathrooms, two car garage, less than 2,000 square foot. And anything under $40 a square foot will buy, right? Um, and then we start making offers. I mean, there was weeks where, and we would do one offer per person uh, for the properties so that we would not be competing against each other. But at the same time, there was weeks where we would put 10 contracts. And we just knew, right, um, one is going to hit. So by the time we got it awarded and we knew it was worth it and we gave the earnest money, then we started to work on the financing for it. So we didn't even touch the $30,000 because, I mean, you got to qualify with some money, right? And now uh, that was that was a strategy that a lot of people follow, by the way. Um, it's nothing out of the books. It's nothing illegal. It's nothing simply that's a pre-qualification for the loan. Now you have to go through the process. And uh, and then we, we it's kind of weird now that I remember, we didn't even start it kind of like in a partnership. We started doing it together, okay. which meant that um, it was a, there was a point where it was like, hey, uh, do you have a plumber? And we're like, yeah, I have a plumber, but I'm using him. Well, I need it for my house. Well, I need it for mine. And we were competing against, we wanted to help each other, but we were competing against the same resources. And very quickly, we realized, hey, why don't we just do it together? Like, we go all the way across. We spend the same money. We put the same capital. We, we start doing the resources. And then we, we started to identify who was strong for what. And, and then we will support the business itself. So it yeah. was a, a fix and flip. Did you rent it or did you? No, we rented. Oh, okay. So you got to remember, when, when it, just like my grandpa used to say, everything is a business. You just need to know how to do it. So the, it, was, it was more... Um, uh, a fixing in rent because uh, the houses were too cheap. So we would refi at the end and then we end up with no money into the business or a little bit on it. More like the BRRRR system, right? Right. I mean, buy, buy, burr, burr, <laughs> buy, uh, rehab, uh, rent, refi, repeat, right? A method that a lot of people who support, some others say it is, is not good. Um, in that case, it was just easier for us. And we were after the long term. A lot of the, uh, the, uh, the fix uh, and flip, I mean, there's the market for Houston is not that great on that end. Uh, you need a lot more capital. You need to move faster. You need to have your own contractors. You got you to gotta, you gotta do a lot more faster. And we were there just to keep and grow it. So I think, I mean, with that methodology at that time, um, it's been a while since I bought in conventional loans, but I think uh, we, we, we bought like 10 homes each. And it doesn't, it, we didn't need anything. I remember one of our houses, we, we ended up after uh, rehabbing and renting and refinancing, 
we probably bought it with 500 bucks. I wow. mean, it was, it, it was a good deal. What would you say to that person that would like to do pretty much everything you just shared with us, but has not actually taken the step, or as you mentioned, has not exited their comfort zone? I, th I think everyone gets out of their comfort zone at some point with something. So, so this particularly is, is, a, is a financial relief, right? I mean, you want to try to say, if I don't like my job, I, wanna, I, I, I can quit. If I want to and I, and I don't need to get another job that quickly, I have some savings, it forces myself. What, what, I, would, what I would say is that if, if you want to get out of your comfort zone, your support system is pretty important. I mean, I, I've been um, surrounded by people that, that, that supports my ideas and, and pushes it, my family, my friends and all that. But once you're going to take that leap of faith, when you're going to do that, you're going to have to identify those those couple of guys and those that that, that the close circle that that is going to help you to do that and makes it make it a lot easier. It could be for anything. So yeah, I, I it's it's something something that you had not done before. This is you're, you're treading on territory that you would not tread on before. I mean, I was I was afraid and I was um, um, I was preoccupied. I wasn't really afraid. I was I was concerned about the result of right and and. But the more I kept getting information and filtering in and all that, it's, it's real estate is really simple to see that the the failing part is, is is pretty easy to get over with. I mean, all these investments that we were doing, even though they sound great and super big, and you're talking hundreds of thousands of dollars in big loans, I mean, the chances to lose money is very low. And not only that, but if you do lose money, I mean, you're talking... I mean, something pretty affordable. It's, it's, it's not like changing your job, putting your savings into a food truck like I originally thought. <laughs> it was a lot easier to say, well, instead of, instead of renting it, I'm going to flip it. And instead of making $10,000, I lost three. Well, I mean, I, I, at that point, I, I, I could have survived. You know? What I got from what you shared with us today is mindset is important because you could have just settled for where you were. And I'm not saying others if that's what you want to do but you were looking for something beyond a 401k or a pension and so you've identified your why and and I'd like to encourage those who are listening to us that you know transform your mind you know reading books you have audio books you know identify someone like Aldo who is successful in what they're doing and emulate imitate what they've done you mentioned your plan you had a plan and your plan just consisted of joining with partners who wanted to do the same thing. So I would draft a blueprint because you need that blueprint. So you could look at what you're doing and if you need to change something, you can come back and see what you've changed. You mentioned credit, you mentioned finances, but that didn't stop you. And one of the things that I got from what you said is do it. At some point, you can watch all the videos you wanna watch, you can read all the books, but at some point you have to do it. And procrastination is crippling. So don't allow that to stop you. Yeah, we have to um, just, just gotta think things through. You cannot stay, the cost of opportunity is huge. And the cost of opportunity is the, the cost of the decision that you do not take. So if you stay there and you just watch everything pass through, and you just watch Everyone investing money in the stock market and everything, and you keep watching and you keep watching and you keep. It has a cost. It actually do. So you just have to take the first step. A quick little story 
I heard something over the week. A gentleman was talking about how it's challenging to start, that you're just frozen. You know, it's, it's that first step, as you mentioned again, stepping out of your comfort zone. So he said, think of a car. You're in a car, and your car has just, for whatever reason, it's just died. So here you are in the middle of nowhere with this car. You can sit there and pray that someone comes and saves you, or you can get out that car and start pushing, at least get moving. And that was his point. Do something. Start moving. Even if you fail, it's one of the quickest and greatest ways to learn. You ever heard the expression uh, paralysis for analysis? Right. Well, that's it. Or the 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 story about the 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 decision of the non-open door, which there's this guy in the room and they give him four four doors and they tell him this one you get free and this one you'll die burned and this one you get drawn and this one you just lie and waiting for you. And the guy died waiting to make the decision. <laughs> so <laughs> so that, you gotta you gotta think about what you want to do. So uh I, I, I don't know. I think I think the, the the way to get started there's many ways. Right. I mean, it's just again, if someone tells you this is the way, I don't I don't I don't believe they have the right answer. Either you want to pay for a class. Fine. If you want to take a big seminar, you pay thousands of dollars. Fine. Sometimes those help. Those help because once you're committed and you put five, five thousand bucks or eight thousand bucks, you better keep going. Right. Um, but but at the end, I, I think the 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 way to get started is to get surrounded by by the right people the way you like it and with the idea that you're supporting if you don't like real estate if you don't like the homes and you don't you don't feel like um uh you want to make passive money if you're a doctor and you want to just keep doing surgery because you love saving people this is not for you right i mean that just that, that you, you gotta find that calling as well that then you're gonna you're gonna have to like it and and, and i enjoy it hey guys listen there is an acronym it's burr b-r-r-r-r the burr method take a little time google it but on behalf of my co-host aldo benavides i'm jay mclaughlin thank you for listening to the true investment